Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Well, welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. I really hope that you have enjoyed week two journeying through uh, the New Testament here in the Gospel of Luke. Uh, we are grateful for you listening in here. As always, a uh, reading plan can be found in the show notes below, so that way you can uh, print it out, save it, take a screenshot, put it on your iPad, your phone, print it off, whatever you need to do, uh, so that you see that, uh, that there. Uh, the Bible uh, reading tip that I have today uh, for you is is this: uh, keep it simple and repeatable. Keep it simple and repeatable. What I see the the mistake that a lot of people make when it comes to uh, either starting a new habit or um, starting to read God's Word is you feel like you have to do. You know all these things. Um, so even when I look at the here journal, uh, I think that simply start off with uh, the Bible reading and journal, and then if like journaling gets to be too much, where it's like man, it's just consuming too much time. Okay, put the journaling aside until you uh, to develop the rhythm of just beginning by reading God's word and processing here through your mind. You might even keep your journal by you so that way you think through H-E-A-R, uh, highlight, explain, apply, respond. Um, and then after some time, you develop that rhythm and then add the journal into it. But don't feel like, oh my goodness, I have to become a master of this or you know, I have to know the nuances. I have to uh, do all these things right. I have to have commentaries. I have to have... Um, uh, Interlinearies. I have to have all these things, concordances. I have to have all these Bible reading study tools, uh, and I have to use them all the time. Like, no, just keep it simple and keep it repeatable. You don't go up to uh, people if you're married. You don't go up to your spouse and complex uh, your marriage. Marriage is already complex enough in and of itself. You don't have to be like, oh, I have to have all these things right before I just even go talk to my spouse. No, you just you, you have a relationship with them. And so with that, keep it simple and keep it repeatable. Uh, if it's not repeatable, if you can't do it you know, day in and day out, then it's not, it's not simple enough for you. And then over time, you add something new into it. So I'm thinking about adding, like I said, that reset into my life. You don't have to do that to begin. You don't have to um, start with 30 minutes in God's Word. Start with five minutes, then move to 10, then move to 15, then 20, you know, and, and allow yourself that that growth because that's what we want to see. We want to see us grow in our relationship with Jesus. We want to become masters in something immediately. Uh, and I think some of that's because we, the, those that we look up to, those that are around us, it's like, man, I want to be like them and I want to be like them today. And you don't realize you know, it took them a long time to get where they're at today. Now you have to be on your journey in this. So keep it simple and keep it repeatable in your life. So here in today, uh, we're in Luke chapter 10 as uh, we wrap up here in this second week. Uh, pretty pretty cool text here. I hope you enjoyed reading it. The two verses that stood out to me that the, uh, the Holy Spirit just illuminated. The first was in uh, in verse 20, where uh, Jesus says, he says, don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. And the second verse was verse 33. And then he said, uh, then a despised Samaritan came along, and when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. So what's going on here? How do we explain this? Um, as Jesus is, is 
in this writing, or Luke is writing here on what Jesus has done with his ministry, we have this beautiful text of, of Jesus sending out the 72. He, here it says he has 72 disciples that he sends out two by two. Uh, now, if you were like me, you, you began reading this, you're like, man, didn't I just read this the other day? Yeah, like this, Jesus did it with his 12 first. He sent them out two by two into the villages. We read that earlier in Luke. And then here he sends out 72 two by two. And if you notice, he, he teaches them in the same way. He gives them the same instruction. It's just now there's more people following Jesus and so he's equipping more people. Uh, and I think it's he's even modeled before him, before we send him out, he's modeled what this is like. Now he's given them clear instructions of how you are to share the good news in villages and in and, and towns. Uh, and we have beautiful, we could pull out a lot of things from this text as to how we are to care for and shepherd uh, the, the towns in which we live in. And, uh, but Jesus gets to this, they, they come back and they report to him after they've been out, you know, we don't know how long, but it's not like they went out and an hour later, they came back and reported. But due to the way that Jesus's teachings is, they were gone for quite some time. And then all 72, they come back and it's kind of like they sit down to evaluate, to talk about. And I think this is even, this could be an application point for like your, you and your life group is as you go out and share that your faith with people is to like come back and uh, share stories. I'm going to use the word testify to testify of what God has done, uh, whether they people came into relationship with Jesus or whether they didn't, they denied Jesus, and to testify of what God has done. And that's what they were doing. They were testifying here. They were sharing here. And uh, they said that, that they were amazed by the fact that they got to cast out demons in the name of Jesus. And Jesus' teaching was quick and to the point here because he realized that uh, this power can consume a human. And he says, uh, you know, don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you, but rather rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. And then the, the second explanation of what's going on here is, uh, you know, Jesus has a religious leader that's gone up to him, and finally they've moved from the the point where they're observing Jesus, where now they're beginning to interrogate or test him, and that's what the text says. They came to test Jesus, and he asked Jesus, you know, what must a man do to go into heaven? And Jesus flips the question back around, and that's a typical ra- uh, rabbiic or rabbonic um, tool or a Eastern way of thinking is when somebody asks you a question to show that you know the answer to the question, you actually don't answer the question, but you uh, repeat the question back to them or you give them another question. So Jesus says, you know, what does the law of Moses say that a man must do? And he, he gives the, uh, the this, you know, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and you must love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus then flips and says, okay, well, who's your neighbor? And the man says, well, or the man asks Jesus, well, who's my neighbor? And Jesus says, well, uh, let, me, let me share this parable. So he gives the parable of the good Samaritan. And now in this, it's a parable. Um, it could have been a true story that Jesus knew about because he's all knowing. We don't know, but Jesus is conveying truth here of what's going on. And uh, so here in the stories, as I was, I was reading it. The Holy Spirit just like illuminated uh, because I know that the reason why the priest and the temple uh, servant or the temple guard uh, did not help this man was more than likely for religious reasons. Uh, they didn't help this Jewish man out because if they touched him, they'd become uh, unclean and couldn't perform their duties. And so in this, they were like self-justifying away their reasons for not loving their neighbor in the name of Jesus or in the name of Yahweh. Like I'm not doing this because I need to serve God in these, in these ways. And they completely missed out on it. But yet here we have what the New Living Translation says, a despised Samaritan was the most Christ-like to this person in caring for them. 
and going way above and beyond. This is breaking ethnic borders because the Samaritan was despised by the Jews. A uh, big racial war here going on. And yet the Samaritan is the, is the hero in the story. Now, if any Jewish person was to write the New Testament and make Jesus a hero and to continue to follow their law, they would not have a Samaritan as a hero, much like they wouldn't have a woman testifying of the resurrection of Jesus. But here, Jesus says the Samaritan is the hero. He's the one who is most Christ-like, and he had compassion on him and how he took care of him and went above and beyond and paid for his care even after he left. So how do I begin to apply these texts in my life? As we've highlighted, we've explained, now to apply. Uh, the first I said is like to know where the power and transformation transformation comes from, uh, to acknowledge that, that uh, in whether it be in my teachings, when I'm in the place where I'm using my spiritual gifts and God is doing something, to realize the power where that comes from isn't from within. It's not Ethan Callis, or it is from within, but it's not Ethan Callis within. It's from the Holy Spirit within me, using me in mighty and powerful ways. And I'm to rejoice not in seeing God do marvelous and powerful works, but rather to rejoice in knowing that I'm a son of God, and I get to be joyfully used in the Lord. Uh, the same thing is to keep our focus on Jesus, uh, to not get focused on, I want to do this, or, I want to see this done, or I want to be this person, or this is how I, I want to see God use me. Rather, keep our eyes on Jesus. And when we keep our eyes on Jesus, he does everything from there. And then thirdly is to um, is do what no one is doing to reach no one is reaching. Uh, this is uh, something that Craig Rochelle, the pastor in, uh, uh, of a multi-site church, says. He says, you know, we want to do what no one is doing to reach who no one is reaching. And when you look at what the Samaritan did here in this story, uh, no Jew would have done that. No Jew would have. Would have, would have reached out, but this this loving your neighbor, and that's our desire is to love the Lord our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. So it's just like, hey God, what where have you placed me uniquely uh, to do what no one is doing to reach who no one is reaching? You know, I just specifically think my neighbors. No one's caring for my neighbors the way that God could call me to care for my neighbors, uh, m- multiple other ways. So how I personally responded in this uh, was a prayer. Um, I find it beneficial to to write my prayers out. I can uh, I can stay focused in my prayers, uh, and I feel like I receive or I hear back from God more clear clearly in writing my prayers. So I'm not going to read my prayer out uh, to you, but um, was rejoicing in my salvation, was thanking God for that, and uh, as well as keep asking Him to enable me to keep my eyes fixed on the the person of Jesus, and then to prepare today uh, for the the person that I need to see to have great compassion on, and that when God opens a door that I'd have eyes to see that and then the boldness and and the fulfillment of the the Holy Spirit in me to see that person come into a relationship with Jesus and realize that it's not Ethan's work, but it's the Holy Spirit's work in me. Uh, So that's what I see here in Luke chapter 10. Uh, Would love to to hear from you uh, how you're enjoying this. So uh, my email address is going to be in the show notes below. If you would would write that to me or if you would be so uh, incredible to see this, share this podcast on social media, Uh, share it with a friend, with a family member. Next week, we begin uh, with Evan McMillan for the next two weeks of journeying continually through the book of Luke with us uh, as we go to that co-hosting platform, that look, that feel. And I'm really excited, really looking forward. I hope you do too. Uh, So make sure, maybe even on Monday, share the podcast uh, uh, on your social media feeds to your friends, your family. Let them know that, hey, we want them to encounter the person of Jesus every single 